Welcome to another episode of the Total R&B Podcast, the first one of the new year in 2023. And I'm excited because I have a new guest with me today. She is a singer. She is a songwriter. She is a producer coming from Chino Hills, California. And she's with us today. Welcome to the podcast, Brandy Hayes. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm happy to finally be able to speak with you. Uh, I've been following your music, so I'm excited for my audience to learn about what you're doing, tap into your music, uh, and just learn about who Brandy Hayes is. Yes. So when I start this podcast, I always ask the same question. So if you could tell me from this question, what is your first memory of R&B music? Oh, my first memory. So my mom used to have a Babyface Christmas tape cassette like in her car at all times. And she would always put it on. So like in the middle of July, we'd be listening to Babyface Christmas album. Wow. And that's like my first memory. <laughs> that's so funny. And it's crazy that it's a Christmas album. Yeah, why? I don't know. I don't <laughs> That's wild to me, but I love Babyface. Like, his voice is amazing. His writing... I know. ...is amazing. Like, even the last album he just put out was super dope. Like, he hasn't lost it at all. At all. Is that somebody you would want to work with? Oh, yeah. No, I would love to work with Babyface, but I feel like I don't know, like Babyface, I don't know if that's someone you work with or someone you just listen to. Like, right? I'm like, I'm here to take all advice, all songs, everything. <laughs> but he's such a, he seems like such a humble dude that yeah. even though you just want to listen and soak in, I think he also wants to learn from the people that he works with. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's definitely, he's an amazing person, an amazing writer still today. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So you're from Chino Hills, California. I'm here in Montreal, Canada. So I don't know much about California. Like when people automatically say California, they, they think about Los Angeles, of course, because uh, that's like the main place. Or some of us, we know about like Oakland, California because of the history that's there. So what can you tell us about Chino Hills? Oh, so I mean, it's like the suburbs. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like the outskirts of LA. Um, I mean, I live in LA now. Yeah. Um, so you know, it was it wasn't like too much to do growing up. It wasn't crazy. It was like any suburban place you go to, like the mall or the movies. You know. Mm -hmm. So in order for someone to have a career such as what like what you're doing, you would say you would have to move out of Chino Hills, like. Yeah, probably. I would I would suggest it. Like you don't have to, but mm -hmm. like I would suggest it cuz LA is where like all the people are, you know? Okay. And you've been singing since I think I read since you were like 2 years old. Yeah, I've I've always told my parents this is what I was going to do. I've always been singing and it's something I've always loved to do. So then what is I heard I don't know if I'm saying this correctly. It could be the wrong thing, but like it's Sunshine Generation. Ha, yes, um, that was like our 
group at school like we had they had like a little school group and they had all of us preschoolers in it and it was called sunshine generation okay so you guys would do like shows and stuff yeah and probably not like traveling but like Mm -hmm. probably just at the school or something but it had like a whole name and it was like a whole thing i don't know but i loved it i loved it yeah but that's dope so is that where you found your love of maybe performing or it was from before that um it was probably i mean i i have like videotapes like of me at like two years old like singing and i'm like i'm going to sing and so i don't know if it was from that or i just always like had this love for singing okay and when did you feel like okay i'm I'm not gonna do this as like a hobby or you know anything like that like i'm gonna take this serious like this is gonna be my career when did you make that decision um right after college when i had my first job Mm-hmm. Um, I had like gotten into the studio a couple months after and I, I didn't know that like anyone could book studio time just growing up the way my it was presented to me it was kind of like something that was exclusive mm-hmm. but when I got out of college I realized like oh no this is definitely obtainable okay and then from there you knew like this is it this is what I yeah. want no nine to five I'm a singer songwriter and all the things well, I mean, like, you know, sometimes nine to fives get you through, or if it's not a nine to five, it's some other sort of like side hustle. You know what I mean? But like, I definitely knew like this was the end goal. Definitely. And how has how has been the transition of living in LA? Um, I absolutely love it. I love living in LA. Um, it's just so much more to do. So many more people, so many more like places that are undiscovered still to me now. Mm-hmm. Have you met anybody yet that you're like shocked that you were able to like actually meet them? Um, you know, I'm not really like I'm I'm not too shocked these days, but like I do remember meeting um Lorian and I just remember seeing her from making the band when she would do this. She was the boom cat, boom, boom, cat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know why it just made me so emotional to see her. Like that was my childhood. I was just like, I dreamt of, of meeting her, I guess, one day. And mm-hmm. and when I met her, I was just so emotional. But other than that, usually it's like you see so many people out here, you get used to it. Yeah, it's like a everyday type of thing. Yeah, it's like an everyday thing. All right. I but I love that. I love how you basically now you're just you're betting on yourself. You're going after your dreams. And something that you do is you pretty much do it all yourself, right? So Yeah. Your songwriting, how did you get into that? Um so when I uh, got my first job it was in New Jersey and then when I decided like no, I'm going to Fully take music serious. I'm gonna move back out to Los Angeles. I'm gonna do music. I thought that like people were just gonna write songs for me, and then like you're gonna be famous, and that's how that works. But like that's not how that works. <laughs> so it was like right after college when I moved back from from having like my first job. I was like, oh, I have to learn how to do this on my own. And so from there, I've just been like writing and writing all the time. Oh wow! So have you did have you done sorry any like songwriting like boot camps or anything like that 
Yeah, I've been to a few camps. Um, I've like collaborated with a few people. I've gotten to work in the room with a few people. But for me, I think like my music and and my artistry is, is the most important to me. So I try to like focus on me now. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you uh, released here um, where we left off. In yes. 2022. So dope project. Thank you. I really, really love it. I love how it starts too. Like the first song, I was like, this is so dope. But let the people know what it's about. Um, yeah, so it's it's just like a, a self-journey about love and relationships. Um, it's kind of like leading from my project Unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like where we left off and like my love life from there. I often write from, you know, a true experience so it's kind of like just taking place like what's happened after that um and just like all things revolving around love I mean love is the is all is is the goal for most of us (laughs) no definitely and is that hard to be vulnerable to put your like life experiences out there for the world to you know listen to um, I think it's hard but I think I've gotten to the point where it's more like therapeutic and and also just relatable because there's so many people going through it. No, definitely. It is <laughs> definitely relatable. So, yeah, I like I said, I did enjoy the project. Um, is there anybody like the producers that you worked with? Was it were there people that you worked with previously or was this like an all new team that you worked with? Um, I think like I had worked with a few of the producers um previously in just different aspects but um I really appreciate the ones that have worked with me and like um White Noise uh, was on the first one and and also Olivia helped write it as well and uh Amber Olivia and um I just like I I love like some of these people have also just become my friends and Mm -hmm. so it's so like exciting working with friends and stuff I love it Okay. And you also, I read too, that you come up with like the treatments for your videos. Yeah. I come up with a lot of the treatments for my videos and like sometimes occasionally I'll have like a friend help me. Um, but for the most part, I'm like directing and I'm, you know, I gotta be everything I edit. I, I caption. I, I so how is that wearing all those different hats while like filming the video? Um, I mean, it's like, like some of it is harder, harder, like, you know, it makes things move a little slower, but then I, you, I think of it like, I always get the, the cut that I want. I always get the takes that I want. I always am like, oh, I feel like I look the best. So it's like, no matter what anyone says, I'm like, oh no, this is the best. This is the best of the best. (laughs) No, I think that's so good because a lot of times too, you'll see like artists, like they'll have like interviews where they'll look back on some of their videos and be like, Oh, I hated this video Yeah, I was wearing or my hair or they caught a bad angle. So at least you won't have any of those problems because you were able to just get everything that you needed to have that perfect video for yourself. Exactly. That is dope. And then speaking of, because I see a lot on Twitter, like they're asking like, what's the perfect, you know, R and B song or, what have you. So you making your own videos, looking back at videos that you watched maybe as a kid, 
what is a video that was like perfect to you, a music video? I would say uh, Tony Braxton. Um, he wasn't man enough for me. I love that video. That I was <laughs> that was a good one. I like that video too. There was a lot of good videos back then too. Yeah, but the budget the budgets were were high. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They had like a huge budget to make the videos. Exactly. The videos were super dope back then, especially like when you think about like Missy, what Missy Elliott did. And Busta Rhymes, like, and Michael Jackson, like, it's crazy. Now I feel like the only videos with that type of budget are, like, K-pop. Like, they have crazy videos. (laughs) That is so true. Wow, I didn't think about that. That is so, so true. Okay, so, you know, you had your project. It came out doing well. So what do you have next for us? in 2023 that you could reveal um so i want to do a lot of like live video performances um i want to do music videos for this last project i'm definitely doing some videos to drop this spring and yeah hopefully some also some new music and some collabs is there any like collabs that you have on your wish list like anybody that you would love love to like collaborate with maybe not even on your project maybe on their projects too well my my dream collab will always be frank ocean um but wait so then are you going to coachella oh my gosh yes i have to i'm like (laughs) i don't i don't even have my ticket yet but i'm telling you like some some way somehow i was like i will get this ticket or buy it off someone or sell a kidney i don't know but we gotta (laughs) see frank ocean (laughs) But that's what I said, because I looked at the lineup and I'm like, uh, it's okay. But I feel like they're going to get their money just because they have Frank Ocean, who oh, yeah. has like disappeared on us for years. And we've been waiting for I'm definitely a cult fan. Like, definitely. <laughs> no, there's so many people that are just like diehard fans. So that's why I'm like, okay, I know this is just going to sell out only because Frank is there. I know, I know. I'm like, if I can weasel my way in the back somehow, I'm, I'm going to. <laughs> you knew, but you never know. I mean, that could be your chance to shoot your shot, you know, get your collapse some way, somehow. So I'm rooting for you. Okay. So I'll be following on social media to see if you made it to Coachella. And what's yes. Happening. Definitely. But that would be super dope if you got a collab with Frank. I know. One, one day. I'm sure one day it'll happen. Definitely. You got to put it out there. Got to work towards it. It will happen. It will definitely happen. So, okay. So we have performances. We have more music videos that are coming. Is there a song? Like, it doesn't have to be on the latest project, but is there a song that you've put out even on a previous project that you're excited to like maybe perform live for your fans? Mm -hmm. I love I love performing a song called No Reply. It was mm-hmm. on my project, Unfortunate. I love that song. I love performing it. Um, and then I definitely want to do a live uh, edition of Voodoo on Silhouette 2. So, yeah. And how is that coming up with your, like, live performances? So is that something that you're, like, you're the head on? Or do you have, like, a team that helps you out with that as well? Um, no, it's usually just me, you know, I'll probably figure out how, how many instruments and try and call some people, you know, that play. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, everything for now is, is all me. 
I love it. You have control of everything, all your narrative, how you look, everything. It's all you. So I think that is something that's really dope. I know it's a lot of work. Right. <laughs> that's another thing. Because a lot of people, they do like the whole like independent artist, you know, wave that we're going through, which is great because I, I want, you know, artists to make sure that they're getting paid correctly. Right. Not taken advantage of. But I know that it is a lot of work, especially when you're starting out. So, yeah, it's 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 work, but, you know, it pays off at the end. No, definitely, because you're I find you're more fulfilled with like the final outcome of everything. Exactly. I think that's dope, too. And then also to learning, like if there are any errors or mistakes that you find, like I, I think it's easier to grasp and then make those corrections right away. Exactly. No, you're exactly right. So also I want to talk about too, because um, there's been a lot of talk about award shows and categories. So your music, even though like we'll say it's R&B, has elements of trap, it has elements of pop in it. Like there's a lot of different things that come into Brandy Hayes' music. So would you say that you are like, if you are um, being nominated for an award, would you be okay in the R&B category? And do you think award shows need to kind of like make better decisions when putting artists in categories? Um, I would be okay being in the R&B category. I mean, R&B is definitely coming back um, right now, like stronger than ever. But I definitely, um, yeah, it, I think like it's so hard, no matter who you are now, to be put in a genre because everyone is just kind of breaking the quote unquote rules of the typical. And so now it's kind of like, we're just making music. <laughs> no, definitely. And trying new things too, right? Exactly. I think that happens a lot. But I do find sometimes when I do see some people in certain categories, I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. Or it, makes it may be unfair to the other people in the category. That's what happens sometimes. But yeah. yeah. This part. Also want to ask, because we talked about collaborations with artists. Are there any producers you would want to collaborate with besides like Babyface. Hmm. Um, Kenny Beats. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar, but I love Kenny Beats. Um, and I hope that one day that's a collaboration. You never know. Gotta put everything out there. Exactly. <laughs> never, never know. I love that. Okay, so where um, can people listen to your music and follow you so we can keep up to date? Because I have a feeling there's a lot that's going to be going on this year and yes. we have to stay tapped in. Um, yeah, people can follow me on Instagram um, at Brandy Hayes, Brandy with the Y, H A Z E, um, SoundCloud Brandy Hayes, YouTube uh, at the Brandy Hayes, and at the Brandy Hayes on TikTok. And yeah, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, all of that under Brandy Hayes. I love that. So before I wrap up this interview, because I don't want to take too much of your time, we are going to play some R&B trivia. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. We'll see how well you do. The questions are fairly easy. Okay. So it shouldn't be too bad. I'm scared. So, <laughs> okay. So if you're ready, we'll go yeah. with Question one. So these songs, um, BS, Sativa, and While We're Young, 
are songs by which LA native? Is it Tanache, Mila J, Sid, or Janae Aiko? Janae Aiko. Correct. Correct, correct, correct. All right. Question two. This singer from Philadelphia won a Grammy for her EP, Hotels. Is it Jasmine Sullivan, Erica Badu, Jill Scott, or Tedra Moses? Jasmine Sullivan. That is correct. All right. Question three. The singer, her, does her name stand for having everything revealed? Is that true or false? Ooh. I'm going to say false. No. Oh. No, it's true. It stands for having everything revealed. That's so crazy. I did not even know that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I just learned that too, actually. Right? It's like, I never got that memo. Yeah, no, I didn't know what her the acronym was for. <laughs> okay, question four. Which is not a song by Destiny's Child? Ooh. Is it Survivor, Bills, 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 No Scrubs, or Brown Eyes? It is No Scrubs. That is correct. All right, question five. Chris Brown's latest album, is it called Breezy? True or false? True. That is correct. Yay. All right, so just one incorrect out of the five questions. Not too bad, not too that bad. That is not too bad, so you know your R&B. So thank you so much for playing R&B trivia. Of course. Definitely. And so, yeah, so you let us know where to follow you. We're going to keep up with everything that's happening. I want to say congratulations on doing all the things that you've done so far and doing them basically on your own, which is pretty amazing. So I look forward to everything that you have coming up. Uh, Total R&B is definitely here when you have something to promote. And uh, yeah, if you want to leave us with any last words. Um, my last words would be hard work pays off. Definitely. Because <laughs> we're, we're seeing it live with everything yes. that you're doing. So thank you so much, Brandy, for taking time out of your day to like sit here and talk to me. I really do appreciate it. And everybody who's listening and watching, this is the Total R&B Podcast. My name is Lorena. You can follow me at total.rmb on Instagram. We are a bi-weekly podcast, so we will be back in two weeks with a brand new interview.